4: Welcome to the Naughty But nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Monday. Garrett is off today uh, for the holiday, so it's just us Naughties, but don't worry. Uh, we've got so much gossip, so much news to get to. We can fill the next 15, 20 minutes. Just us Naughties. I love having you as the co-host, so please sing along. Help me out. here. What time is it, my friends? It is... Tea time Oh, you sound marvellous. Okay, big story at the top of the show. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are blaming the Queen's death, COVID-19 and many other things for their career failures. So they're lashing out here, blaming others for why their careers, post-exit from the royal family, have not really turned out quite the way they wanted to. Harry and Meghan believe outside forces are responsible for their inability to find success after leaving their duties as senior royals. A source tells the Daily Mail, quote, The word is... That they have been just really unlucky. This is what Meghan is allegedly telling her friends, they've just been so unlucky. The insider added that the couple reportedly believe that COVID 19, economic downturns, the ill health, and then the death of Prince Philip and then Queen Elizabeth all hampered their attempts to build careers in the private sector. So rather than blaming themselves, rather than worrying about what they're doing, they are lashing out and blaming others. Now, do they have a point here? Maybe. Things got very difficult for everybody during COVID, during the lockdowns, but arguably during that time, more people were listening to podcasts than anything else. Our podcast exploded during the pandemic. So I'm not totally convinced I believe that argument. And some might argue too that the the death of Queen Elizabeth actually... uh, increased their profile because everybody around the world was talking about the royals. And when you talk about the royals, you have to talk about Meghan and Harry. So I'm not totally buying this. If you remember, they announced that they were stepping down from their senior duties in January 2020, just months before the world went into lockdown due to the pandemic so that is absolutely true just before the lockdowns was when they stepped back a month after their oprah interview uh, then Prince Philip died at 99, and they argued that this overshadowed anything they were trying to do. And then obviously, too, the death of the Queen made news around the world. So part of them thinks they've just been unlucky here, and they've worked really hard on lots of different projects, none of which have taken off. It was reported that they got $20 million. To do their podcast deal with Spotify. However, they were mystified by Harry's suggestions for podcasts. One of his ideas was to interview Vladimir Putin, Donald Trump, and Mark Zuckerberg about their childhood traumas. This was slammed by executives who have gone on to call the couple lazy. So, what do you think here? Were they lazy? Were they just a product of bad timing or is it maybe a combination of both? In my experience, I I find it's always a little bit of everything that adds up here. The timing could have been seen as bad. COVID, it was an uncertain time. But then again, that could have been an opportunity to really, really launch an amazing podcast at the end of the day i got to say, people listen to podcasts, watch TV shows, go to movies because they like them, because they're good. I'm not sure Harry and Meghan did the work on this. I really wanted to love her podcast. I did. I wanted to love it. I listened to about two, three, maybe four of them, but... I knew right away it wasn't very good. It just wasn't a very good show. Little thought had gone into it. We've listened to so many different shows, my friends. We know the good ones. We know the bad ones. We know the ones that make an effort, that do the prep, that do their homework. We talk about that a lot here on the Naughty But Nice show. Do the work. I don't think these two did the work and I don't know if I can blame them. Because from the day he was born, people literally bowed when they entered a room and saw him. He's got a huge ego. Of course he does. He's a prince. He thinks he's very special. Everything has come so easy for him work-wise. Personally, I'll give him that. He's had a very difficult personal life, starting with the death of his mother. But professionally, what? Ever Harry has wanted, he has got. Let's be honest. If you and I walked into Spotify and asked for $20 million, we wouldn't get it. And neither should have Harry and Meghan. They were never going to deliver the type of listeners to justify that amount of money. It was just never going to happen. And then Harry's ideas of shows to do were so wacky, was so odd. Maybe they would have worked. Maybe an interview with Donald Trump talking about his childhood, or Vladimir Putin, My it worked, but alas it didn't because these shows did not happen the same is true with their netflix deal they do have a deal with netflix that is ongoing but their first big sort of documentary their first big project didn't do quite as well as everyone had hoped which which brings us to our poll question of the day megan and harry are blaming bad luck on their career failures what do you think Was it bad luck? Was it the death of the Queen? Was it COVID? Was it the lockdowns? Or is this more to do with them? Is there such a thing as bad luck? Or is it them? What do you think? Go vote on our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. A friend of mine says, and I love this quote, good luck is when an opportunity comes along and you are prepared. That's good luck. But you have to be prepared. I don't think either one of them were prepared for this. They were not prepared for this. Okay, don't forget to vote. Hey, moving along, Madonna burned herself out trying to compete with much younger stars like Taylor Swift. So Madonna's loved ones actually feared that the Queen of Pop danced herself literally into the ICU hospital by trying to compete with much younger stars like Taylor Swift And Pink, Madonna is 64 years old. She's a legend, but she has been pushing herself to her physical limits ahead of her much-anticipated celebration tour. Oh, I can't wait for this tour. I hope it still happens. We'll have a little bit of news about that in just a moment, which led to her sudden collapse and her multi-day hospitalisation. Sources are telling The Sun, quote... The countdown was well and truly on. Madonna had all her chips on one number, which was this tour. She worked overtime. She clearly burned herself out. And people around her had been politely, that's the right word, politely trying to remind her, that she's not 45 anymore. Hell, she's not 25 anymore. And so she is 64, but she is pushing herself to keep up with people like Taylor Swift, who is in her 30s. They said she needed to pace herself, but she kept pushing herself to a risky extreme. Taylor's 33, Pink is 43, and both of those have recently embarked on a headline-grabbing tour, characterised by really... Jaw dropping showmanship. Swift has consistently played for over three hours while Pink's stuns and aerial stunts hundreds of feet above her audience heads has left everybody stunned. Madge, Madonna, was planning to do something very similar. My sources tell me people who work on the new tour, no one's seen it yet, but they were telling me it was going to be spectacular. Madonna was going to do stuff on that stage that nobody had ever done before. Friends are saying that they noticed the physical strain. Friends say that they did notice the physical strain she was under, and they were worried that it could lead to a similar fate as Michael Jackson, who died in the lead-up to his This Is It tour in 2009. Quote, many of us feel the constant remarks about her age has put pressure on Madonna to compete, so we're relieved that she has actually been forced to take time out and put her health first because people were really worried about her. Although others go on to say that she doesn't plan to change anything. In fact, just hours before she collapsed, she was in the studio with Katy Perry. Now she's at home and she is planning to go ahead with the tour. There are no plans to scale back the tour. It will be rescheduled, but Madonna is home, happy, taking meetings. Is that wise, Madonna? Take some time off. And she has rejected a proposal to scale back the tour. She said no. All the dates she has committed to, she is going to do. Oh, Madonna, I love you. You know, Lord, the noughties know how much I love you. I want you to be happy and healthy and safe, and I also too want us to admit who we are at different stages in our lives. I can't do things now that I could do in my twenties, and I've made peace with that, Madonna make peace with this. You've got nothing to prove. You're a legend, an absolute legend. Another tour would be amazing. We'd all love to see you. But I don't need you to fly around the stadium. I don't need you to put on a show for three, four hours like Taylor Swift. Be you. Madonna, be you. Do you. Let's be honest. It certainly has worked up to now. OK, this story is wild. So Bravo are right now looking for new cast members to Vanderpump rulers. So Bravo executives are seeking to add new members to the cast. They often want to freshen up the show. And they've started to have these conversations inside us. say, sources claim that the series stars like Lala and Katie, they are looking to bring in more of their friends who might be a good fit. So they always do this on The Housewives, now on Vanderpump. They don't want total strangers, they want people who know the cast, who have an organic, authentic relationship with the existing cast. So Bravo has gone to Lala and Katie and said, please introduce us to some of your friends, we want to expand the pool here. And this is just good TV. I know you want to focus on the scandal here, so do I, the cheating Scandal, Tom, Raquel, but... We also, too, need to pivot a little bit to keep the show fresh. Otherwise, it just becomes a repeat of the season we've just watched. So, yes, Tom, Raquel are going to be a huge part of the new season. Of course they are. That's going to be the centre of it. But they want to surround this dramatic story with a little bit of new blood. And I think that is a really, really good idea. A really, really good idea. What do you think? So fans are accusing Kourtney Kardashian of throwing shade by sharing her license photo, her driving license photo, after Kim visited the DMV. So fans are calling out Kourtney Kardashian, who just posted a photograph of her driving license on the same day. That Kim bought her glam squad to the DMV. You heard that right. Kim turned up at the DMV to get her photograph taken with her hair, her makeup people, her stylist, her whole team to make sure she looked great in the photograph. Now Courtney's having a little bit of fun, <laughs> a little bit of fun by posting her driving license under her legal name, which is Courtney Kardashian Barker. She tagged the post, quote, Say my name. Now, fans immediately commented that Courtney is shading Kim. This comes right next to the moment when Kim closed down the DMV in California. And yes, she did bring her own hair and makeup people for what she called, quote, the most important photograph you'll ever take. Oh, Kim, Courtney is totally mocking Kim, said one fan. Another fan pointed out, the same day the episode came out... Dare I say, there is still some beef. I hit the phones to see what was going on here. Yes, there's a little bit of beef, but also, too, this is just great PR. They're, these sisters are a genius. This family is genius at staying in the headlines, and that's what they're doing here. I think they're actually turning up the volume on the drama between Kim and Courtney to a level that is probably higher than it is in reality. Kim and Courtney are showbiz legends at this point. They know exactly what they're doing. They know how to make reality TV. They know how to cause drama and scandal and a beef between the two sisters is the reason people are tuning in to this season. So everybody calm down a little bit. They are fine. They don't hate each other. In fact, behind the scenes, I'm told they are closer, closer than ever. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Romp Shooter. Hey, Naughties. Let's get to the polls. (gasps) Thank you for joining in. So on our last show, we talked about Madonna's family actually thought they could lose her. It was that serious. Did you think the same when the news broke? Did you think we could lose Madonna? Let's have a look. (gasps) 80% said yes. You thought this was the end. I did too. I really feared that this was the end. Now, because of what I do for a living, I found out about this just before it went live, just before the whole world found out. We had sources telling us what was going on. And when that happened, the picture wasn't clear yet. And it seemed much worse. When somebody's found unresponsive, rushed to hospital, you fear the Worse, Oh, Madonna. Okay, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Yes, we will be here tomorrow. We're going to celebrate the fourth together, my friends. I'm an American. I became an American citizen. So let's celebrate together. Hot dogs cheeseburgers french fries oh yes please okay now let's do our noisiest of the day Kim Cattrall is saying that her cameo in and just like that is as far as she's going to go so Kim said that her hotly anticipated cameo in the second season of and just like that will be her final hurrah as Samantha Jones The Sex and the City alum, who initially refused to star in the reboot series after a feud with co-star Sarah Jessica Parker, delighted fans with the news that she is stepping back into those fabulous shoes of our beloved PR guru, Samantha Jones. But it's just for a brief cameo, less than two, three minutes. It's very, very short. Speaking with Hoda on the Today Show, Kim insinuated that the cameo is as far as she will go, saying, quote... I felt like dipping my toe back in time and having a wonderful afternoon. She shot the whole thing in just an afternoon. When asked what made her change her mind from a definite no to starring in the series to finally agreeing to appear in it, Kim answered with a quick and simple quote, That's as far as I'm going to go. I don't think I'll ever say goodbye to Samantha Jones, but that is as far as I am ever going to go. She went on to add that she likes that character so much and she's so protective over Samantha, all her characters. And Samantha gave her so much, ka-ching, ka-ching, a lot of money, but she's not going to do any more. Now our naughtiest of the day, naughty, naughty, naughty. King Charles has kicked out the Queen's beloved assistant after the monarch's death. So King Charles has forced Queen Elizabeth's most trusted aide to move out of the family estate following his mother's death. Angela Kelly believed that she would be allowed to reside in a cottage in Windsor Park after her lifetime pal, the Queen, passed away. However, Charles had other ideas and said, no, no, no. Kelly first began working for the Queen in 1994 as a dresser But over time, that role really changed and she became her best friends. During the Queen's later years, Angela was closer to her than really almost anybody else. So her official title was personal assistant, but it went much further than that. She was a confidant, a friend, and the person that the Queen looked to more than anybody else when the Queen was alive. Kelly had a room on the same floor as the Queen in the private apartments. That's how close they were. But now that she's passed, King Charles has bought her a home, but it's not the home she wanted. So this is a tricky one here. Yes, it's lovely, lovely, lovely when you end a job to get a house. It's amazing. But it's not quite the home she wants and naughtiest of the day. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a rum. you get a rum. The more interested people are in others the more interesting they become. My most interesting friends are my most curious ones, are the ones that are the most interested in me and everybody else. Be interested in other people's lives, and the more interesting your life will become. Hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice With Rob. And The Naughty is a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, let me hear you singing along, Naughty Years. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty
3: Pip-pip. But Nice with raw.
0: Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee.